0: Even with my Packers fan podcast rose-colored glasses on, (laughs) I think that he probably at least thought about that. But at the same time, no matter which division he's in, which conference he's in, uh, he knows that him with the Green Bay Packers, with Devontae Adams, can be magic. And it definitely gives him the best chance to win. And obviously, Aaron gives the Packers their best chance to win. So I'm... Uber excited for the season. It's a long way away, but uh, it'll sneak up on us.
1: That's Wayne Henderson, co-host of the Packers Fan Podcast. What a week has been for the Cheeseheads! What a week has been for the NFL. Kicked off with the big news that Aaron Rodgers was going to stay in Green Bay. Devontae Adams has been franchise tagged to boots. So, what are the off-season plans now for the team that couldn't quite make it again? in January this year. We talk cheeseheads, we talk the Packers coming to London, Aaron Rodgers, and so much more. I'm Anthony Wilson, and this is the Transatlantic Sports Show. Hey, Wayne. Anthony, good to talk to you again. And you. It seems like yesterday, the last time we spoke, but the weather was certainly... A lot warmer in these parts, and and definitely a lot warmer up in Wisconsin the last time we spoke than it is right now. Oh, absolutely.
0: And we were just talking about, will Aaron Rodgers be back for the 2021 season? Would he just shut up? And, well he's back and now he's back again he's
1: back again so he was back and he had an MVP season so that surely means that he's now gonna go back to back to back MVP yeah uh, we'll see Anthony hey, I wonder what the odds are on that go on if you got a tenner stick it on MVP yeah absolutely man absolutely you know it hey Wayne how how are you feeling man I mean what a week what a week for Packers fans I mean, it's certainly one to savor and remember, right? Uh, For myself, absolutely. I think that it's great
0: that Aaron, you know, kind of kept to his word and we got things sorted out nice and early so that we don't have to make all these contingency plans. I mean, sure, it's a lot of money, but hey, it's uh, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest ever to throw the ball around. And I'm I'm pretty happy that he's going to be our quarterback this coming season.
1: Yeah, and the timing is great, like you said, because next week is the start of the new NFL year. And we'll get all those happy new year, blah, 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 all that. But, you know, most importantly, you've got free agencies to uh, or free agents to uh, sort out. And with that, you know, you've got to restructure some contracts and all that. But at least this now allows the team and Brian Gutekunst to look at the books, work the books. And of course, they're going to have their plan. They will have had their plan in place. It wouldn't have structured this contract for Aaron Rodgers if they didn't. But now everything is certified. You can focus on building the roster and a roster that A, starts with winning the NFC North and then take it from there. You've got it.
0: And you know already restructuring David Bakhtiari's contract, Kenny yeah. Clark, Aaron Jones, and we've got Devontae Adams tagged. We've got basically everything we need to be at least as good as we were last year, and with Bakhtiari hopefully healthy for next season, we'll be even better, because Anthony... When the Green Bay Packers come to England next season, we want it to be the best possible team.
1: Amen to that, Wayne. You know what? This year, look, after having no teams over here in 2020, and let's hope that never happens again globally from a pandemic point of view and from from a football point of view, for us NFL fans over here, we can continue to have NFL games at Tottenham and at Wembley Stadium. But last year, You know, it returned. 2021. It was great. You know, we're not going to moan about having NFL games. We're not going to moan about teams that come over here. But come on. We had the Jets against the Falcons and the Jags against the Dolphins to be able to have this caliber of team with the back-to-back reigning MVP finally coming to London. Oh, our prayers seemingly have been answered by the football gods. Thank you, Roger Goodell, by the way. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And it's going to be fun, and you just know when when we find out who the opponent is and when the game is, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to probably shop for some specific outfit so he can oh, uh, be meme-worthy, as always.
1: Oh, man. You know what? I'll be there. I'll be there covering it, and I'll have my camera ready. And if I can create that GIF, then I will. NFTs, you're listening. Thank you very much. And then, yeah, we'll we will get that. We will get that meme-worthy content, and we'll uh, definitely share it out. We'll talk a bit more detail. We will we will take a look at who could be the potential opponents for the Packers in London a little bit later so because it's later in the year we'll park it till later in the program but as for the here and now your Green Bay Packers and I mean what a week has been for the NFL as well Wayne but uh, going back to Rodgers and his decision to stay with the Green Bay Packers do you think that the Packers offer Rodgers the best option to win something, and that's something obviously is that Lombardi. Uh, That's why he stayed, because if you look at the AFC, and you look at the caliber of quarterbacks in the AFC, and we'll discuss the caliber of some of those quarterbacks who the Packers could be potentially facing in London, like I said, that is to come, so there's a tease for you to stick around. But with the, the NFC, and with Tom Brady, especially seemingly retired, who knows, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, do you think that because of that, Rodgers has looked at the uh, the AFC. He's seen, you know, a potential destination was the Denver Broncos. He looked at that and he's thinking, well, you know what? I'm going to be competing in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. And of course, there is also Derek Carr. But he's got those guys to contend with. But the NFC, that may offer the, I guess, easier route for want of a better expression. The NFL, nothing is easy in the NFL, but it offers that that better passage to the Super Bowl than perhaps the AFC.
0: Yeah, even with my Packers fan podcast rose-colored glasses on, (laughs) I think that he probably at least thought about that. But at the same time, no matter which division he's in, which conference he's in, uh, he knows that him with the Green Bay Packers, with Devontae Adams, can be magic. And it definitely gives him the best chance to win. And obviously, Aaron gives the Packers their best chance to win so I'm uber excited for the season it's a long way away but uh it'll sneak up on us
1: oh you sure know it will it always gets you know you get to the draft and then you get the uh the mini camps and you get the OTAs and next thing you know you blink and it's like whoa here we are it's kickoff again
0: I can't wait Anthony I can't
1: wait (laughs) you can't wait okay now Wayne I want you to be honest here you know it's it's just you and me talking But what gave you greater satisfaction? Aaron Rodgers confirming he's staying with the uh, Green Bay Packers or the thought of those Chicago Bears fans, those Minnesota Vikings fans, maybe the Detroit Lions fans, who thought that finally, finally Rodgers is gone and the NFC North could be theirs. And then (laughs) the picture of their faces, once he'd confirmed, once that news had filtered through.
0: Oh, man. The there are so many different sides to that whole thing. But honestly, and to be frank, I'm mostly excited that Aaron Rodgers is back with the Green Bay Packers. But I do love you know, some of that poetry, like roses are red, violets are blue, the Bears still suck, and oh, the Vikings do too. <laughs> and so I love poetry this time of year, and so it's kind of a, a win-win. The NFC North, if we don't win that division this coming season, it would be... A travesty, But, you know, it's one game at a time, one team at a time, and I'm going to watch them all. I I just can't wait. And, of course, the one coming up in London, I'll be waking up early on a Sunday
1: morning and watching that. Oh, you're going to love it. You are going to love it. Of course, we want that dub for the Green Bay Packers in London. So there's one to mark. And, of course, you know, you, you put the other guys in there and... Aaron Rodgers, we know what he does with the Chicago Bears. Bears fans, if you're listening, no apologies. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta deal with it. They've got to deal with it, Wayne, haven't they? They've, they've, they've got to mature at some point. Yeah, until they can actually stop
0: Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers on a consistent basis, the facts are the facts.
1: <laughs> the facts are indeed. The facts. Looking at the AFC, we we touched briefly. On, sorry, looking at the NFC, we touched briefly on the AFC. There, do you think or do you believe that right now, and of course, free agency begins on Wednesday, so teams are going to have a, a, a different look to them. But right now, looking at it, do you think that the Rams are the biggest threat within the NFC to the Green Bay Packers at this stage? I would have to
0: say yes, uh, because they've got as many pieces as they could possibly need. They are the reigning champs. We can't take that away from them. And yeah, right now, depending on the personality of every team, once the season finally gets here, yeah, I'd say the Rams. So we will be playing them either at Lambeau Field or potentially in London, Mm -hmm. but uh, (laughs) we got to focus on a way of beating them.
1: Yeah. I think so. I think with uh, the the 49ers, for the the, the team that they've they've got, they've got a great roster. They're going to have Trey Lance as their quarterback. You never know. They might have Tom Brady. I doubt it. But there's going to be so many question marks around essentially a rookie QB. He's only got two starts uh, in his NFC career. So there's a big question mark over them. And then you look elsewhere in the NFC East. I mean, the NFC East is the NFC East. The Dallas Cowboys, well, they're the Dallas Cowboys. And then the NFC South, oh my goodness. I mean, if there ever was a an entire division on rebuild, that is the NFC South. So yeah, you, you look at it and it is, it's the Rams. They've got the quarterback, obviously. And the, as you said, they're the defending champions. We'll see. I, I think looking at it with a, a level head, it's going to be the Rams, and wow, could you imagine if we got that matchup in London? Woo, that'd be fun. Amazing.
0: <laughs> we The Packers just need to find a way to stay healthy.
1: Now, look, within a couple of hours of the news of Aaron Rodgers agreeing to stay or his decision to stay with the Green Bay Packers, we heard the news that the Denver Broncos, who were a suitor for Aaron Rodgers and a team that many believed would be his next team in 2022 they landed russell wilson in a monster trade that sent shockwaves through the nfl so much so that aaron Rodgers had to tweet to remind everybody that hey i had news today as well you know did did that trade and and the timing of that trade the announcement of the broncos agreeing the deal with the seattle seahawks for russell wilson did that surprise you in a way it certainly
0: did But on the other hand, I wonder if the Broncos, they were like, okay, we might get Aaron Rodgers. We might really get him. But if we don't, let's have things in place with with the Seahawks for Russell Wilson. Oh, Aaron's with the Packers. Okay, quick, call Russell. You know, Let's get this thing going as quick as they can before somebody else can try to snag him. It was uh, interesting that it all happened on the same day and the wheels are turning around the NFL trying to make up room because everybody knows now the AFC West – now has another contender to think about so busy times
1: what do you make of that trade i mean what what do you think of the situation going on now with the seattle seahawks who on the same day had waived bobby wagner i mean this certainly if ever there was a sign of a rebuild with a 71 year old head coach as well
0: it's crazy what's happening up there in Seattle. The I believe those were the only two remaining players from one of the Super Bowl wins. And That's right. I don't yeah. keep as close to tabs on them, but yeah, it's definitely a rebuild. And, you know, Rams fans and Niners fans have got to be pretty happy about the fact that, well, maybe we don't have to worry about the Seahawks all that much. I wonder how much of a dent Russell Wilson and the Broncos can make. Can they get the playbook and all the pieces in place in time that i mean they're already a strong team but can they take it away from the chargers
1: and the chiefs oh i'd say what those games are going to be prime time we're going to see a lot of afc west matchups i think when the uh, the schedule's announced uh, across prime time because that division is stacked at quarterback but boy oh boy it's going to be great viewing and it'll be interesting to see How his transition to the Denver Broncos goes. Though I don't know about you, but you know that there's the whole term let Russ cook. I don't know what he's been cooking, but he's been he's it looks like he's been cooking quite a bit this offseason since January. Yeah, I think he's still got plenty of gas left in the tank, and
0: I was actually kind of surprised that he played with the uh, Seahawks last season after just not having stellar seasons, but part of that is just the whole team, the offensive line and there's only so much he could do he couldn't work his magic but if he comes out and just starts torching some teams with the broncos i'll have to open up my
1: eyes <laughs> and i'll tell you something as well if the uh, this deal taught us one thing if we didn't already know you know more fool us but don't believe anything you hear from nfl head coaches and nfl gms because literally 7 days before well, it actually it was six days, so it was on the on the second of March it was because I went back and I had a look. I watched the press conference. Pete Carroll stood there and he was all excited. He had about twenty four minutes of speaking time and he was open and well dishonest <laughs> to the the <laughs> press. He was asked twice about Russell Wilson, and uh, you know, looking back, what's telling is um, he was he was saying that they hadn't fielded offers and that uh as far as he was concerned russell wanted to stay he wanted russell wilson to stay and then he was asked about bobby wagner and he's saying they're gonna do everything they can to keep bobby they they want bobby and bobby's gonna stay and literally six days later both guys have gone but he was he <laughs> You look at the body language, and it looked like he was on the spot when he was asked those questions and he was giving the answers. And then he cut himself short. And each answer around those answers, every other answer away goes. He was talking openly, uh, you know, about uh, Rashad Penny and uh, various other players and the whole draft process and being out there at the Combine. But Bobby Wagner and the two answers he gave for Russell Wilson, he cut it short. He's playing with his neck, and you think, ah, oh, look, you know, the the telltale signs were there. <laughs> we should have seen it. He we was, should have known. He was telling us some fibs, Wayne. He was telling us some fibs. So, in the future, you know, when we're looking at these guys, at least we know. Don't believe what you're listening. Exactly.
0: Till you hear it from the team, or. The player themselves I I have all this talk about Aaron Rodgers possibly going to the Chargers possibly going to the Broncos I was like "Ah,
1: yeah let's let's hold on
0: I don't (laughs) think he's going anywhere
1: (laughs) look a guy who's not going anywhere as well is uh Devontae Adams who is you know he's his favorite target isn't it Aaron Rodgers you know if ever you're gonna Get two guys on your fantasy team. Those are the guys. That is the combination that you want, and that that's going to win your fantasy team some championships. And it's obviously going to win the Green Bay Packers the NFC North at least. Franchise tag, as you mentioned earlier, it it didn't seem too happy. I mean, you you'll you'll know better than most, but from the outside looking in, he 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 looked a bit disgruntled. His future seemed obviously up in the air um, last season, and to me, it looked like he was going to be. On his way out, he's been given the franchise tag. Are you concerned at all about his attitude going into the season? Because with the franchise tag, he's he's going to have to stay in Green Bay. Did you get any inkling that his head may have been turned elsewhere, or do you think that was purely down to Aaron Rodgers? And if Rodgers was going, he wanted out as well. I think that sums it up
0: the best. If Aaron Rodgers was going to leave the Packers, I think uh, Devontae would have. And I don't think any player necessarily wants to be tagged, but you know the Packers have to do what they have to do, especially after making all these other changes. And he might be a little grist- disgruntled right now, but I I believe Anthony that by the time. Uh, camp and preseason gets here, and they just get to work and and cash their paychecks and focus on the upcoming season. I, I think it'll be perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, you just know that once he's catching balls again with Aaron Rodgers, all is well in the world, and they're looking ahead to the season. And they and I guess for them, it's got to get over that hump, man. You've you've got to you've got to get through January. They've got to try and get into February as best they can. But these guys know it. And they've been at it a long time. And they know that they're they so close and that they're almost there. And this, this could be the year. It sure could. I thought last year would be. Until <laughs> <laughs> your
0: pesky 49ers came around. But, hey, look, eh,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, the 49ers are built for cold weather football, clearly. I never would have thought, but there it was there it was Nick Bosa in his short sleeves and George Kittle you knew that George Kittle of being an Iowa boy was going to be going out there with uh, his short sleeves on but um, yeah are you over that divisional round yet by the way Wayne yes I have no choice but to be (laughs) I mean we
0: we should have won that game yeah but we didn't and a lot of the listeners and NFL fans around the world all season said oh my gosh the special teams of the Packers is going to be their downfall in the playoffs," and well right on schedule that was one of the main factors that we just the wheels fell off
1: yeah i mean and and it started so well for the packers and this isn't me rubbing salt into the wound but it did start so well and being a 49ers fan i was genuinely concerned you know once a j dylan scored that touchdown you're thinking oh my goodness here we go and you you just you you anticipated the next drive and maybe the one after that and you're thinking you know we could be 17 nothing down here and with nothing else left to play for. But I know the elements had a part to play, but special teams, and it was interesting actually after that game that Matt Lafleur he brought up special teams and obviously quite right. But he said that one of the things that he took away from that was that the, the 49ers special teams had some of their star players on special teams. Debo Samuel, for example, he had that big return, didn't he? I think in the third quarter right. of that game. And it was that, that, you know, he looked at it and he's thinking, well, hey, these, these guys and that there are other teams out there that on their special teams, they're not worried about putting their big guys out there, some of their big names and the potential risk of them getting injured in a kickoff return or a kickoff or a punt return, et cetera. You know, you do what you got to do to uh, to get through it. And obviously changes have been made since then, but they needed they needed changing anyways, didn't they? Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> to keep it short but sweet absolutely indeed and it, you know i mean it was, i think this is just ironic for the uh, the packers that the touchdown that they conceded to the 49ers was a special teams mishap it was a huge gaffe wasn't it?
0: it one of many it it was just shocking but i'm over it i'm already looking forward <laughs> to the next season aaron Rodgers is back and uh you know it's going to be exciting we got to get through the draft and all the other good stuff leading up to it but I cannot wait for the actual schedule to come out at, I believe, the end of April. We can find out who's playing us when. and. Of course, where?
1: Where indeed, and where being in London. Now, I had to look back because I'm a member of the NFL Writers Network over here. So, uh, monthly, a group of us, about a dozen or so, uh, in the UK media and press get together with NFL UK, and we we discuss all things uh, NFL UK, funnily enough. Uh, Our next meeting is just before the draft. We will talk about the draft and the uh, schedule release, and... Brett Gosper, who is the um, recently um, appointed, well, he's been appointed about 12 months ago as the the, the head of NFL Europe. We had a sit down uh, chat with him, you know, one of these round robin Zoom calls. Uh, We talked about NFL Germany and we talked about the uh, NFL London games. And part of that discussion was that because of the, additional game each season that the moving forward the international games the home teams because the the rules have changed so at least once every 8 years a team will give up a home game to play internationally which means london fans mexico fans germany fans will get the opportunity to see a team, their team, at least once every eight years. You know, except for the Jags of course. And like we said, they have their own separate rules. So that means this year we've got the New Orleans Saints and we have the Green Bay Packers hosting games at Tottenham. Now the Tottenham deal runs until, it was initially until 2028. Now their Tottenham Hotspur Stadium was late being finished in their development so the mm. 2018 game didn't happen so those games have still contractually got to happen of course 2020 didn't happen so it'll be interesting to see those two seasons whether they roll on so hopefully you know it's going to run until 2030 so we have that that period of time which makes sense because there we go there's 8 seasons there's 8 years of uh, of this, uh, this commitment now Part of the rules for this international setup is these two home games, or these two games at Tottenham, the one game at Germany, the one game in Mexico, etc. Is that the stipulations were that the teams giving up the home game. So this year, because the extra home game goes to the NFC, next year it'll be the AFC, and so on and so forth, you know, back and forth. Starting this year it would be the international games the home team which is nfc would have to play an afc team and the next year be the afc having to host an nfc team so with that in mind looking at the packers schedule one that i put a circle around and it might be wishful thinking because i'm sure lambo fans would like this as well because you'd only get them once every eight years coming to lambo would be the buffalo bills because hey you know not only do we want aaron Rodgers, but oh we'd love us some uh josh allen as well
0: well that game could potentially be huge and i i didn't realize that about the how the new rules came into play so i appreciate you breaking that down um that could be a good one i believe the uh patriots could be another potential mm-hmm. afc uh, team that could make it over
1: and then like who's a, who's the third? I yeah, I should have done my homework, Wayne. I should have I should have put the old Google up. I should have fired it up before the talk. But who who's the additional AFC team that the Packers have got as part of their home schedule this year? I'm looking at. Uh, I see the jets and, and titans listed it is the titans i do remember now looking at this and thinking oh the titans that would be a good one as well i'm thinking like each each of the three options i would go obviously number one bills number two titans and number three patriots if it is you know in that setup that it has to be against an afc team you're right it is the titans i do remember spotting that earlier in the week or when the announcement was made so yeah three three potential juicy games to uh, to come
0: over absolutely and at the end of april we'll know which one it is and when it is and let the uh planning begin especially for everybody over there in uk and europe and everybody i know that we've got some of uh, the packers fan podcast listeners are in the netherlands and ireland and england and they're all going to try to make a way to make it happen depending on the schedule and other factors of course
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Wayne, because you've been so good to the Transatlantic Sports Show over the years. If you want some uh, locker room access or uh, any interviews, I will gladly share them so you can post them and share them with your listeners on your podcast when the teams come over. That
0: would be fantastic. That. be fantastic thank you
1: you know obviously obviously what what you really would want is to come over here and then i can provide you with some of the fine english ale so the next best thing is me to be able to provide you with some locker room access with the green bay packers for your podcast it's the least i can do that's a win-win you're a (laughs) giver anthony (laughs) excellent wayne look thanks so much if people want to follow you guys on twitter and social media where do they go
0: on Twitter, we're at Packers Fan Pod because there wasn't enough room for the entire name. And on Facebook, just uh, Packers Fan Podcast and the actual website for the show, PackersFanPodcast.com. I can't believe we're getting ready to kick off so to speak our 12th season of the show
1: my goodness many congratulations to you and your team that's awesome man that is that is some solid going dude thank you and it's no coincidence
0: that it's 12 seasons and we've got back quarterback ar12 ar12
1: ar indeed you think they retired that number 12 jersey when it's all said and done at the end yes yeah well let's hope we can get that second lombardi Oh, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, I'll see you in Arizona. I I know we were going to hook up in L.A., but eh, you know what? Phoenix is
0: all right. It's a quick uh, four-hour drive for me. I'll just cruise on over there. Maybe it'll be
1: Packers-Bills in the Super Bowl. There we go. We could say, well, we had the dress rehearsal in London at a neutral site, and then we can see him again. Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. Nice. Wayne Henderson from the Packers Fan Podcast. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you, Anthony. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Looking forward to your coverage during the season and as, as well as uh, a few fantasy insights. They
1: might help me this time. <laughs> oh, you're a good man. Well, thank you very much. What a voice, Wayne Henderson from the Packers Fan Podcast. Check those guys out for all your Packers need. Oh, brilliant. Love getting him on. Absolutely love it we're talking there about uh number 12 i mean definitely definitely be a jersey that they're going to retire but that is in the distant future it is great that we're going to get aaron Rodgers coming over to london and if it is a matchup against an afc opponent titans bills patriots i take any of those i really would To get the Packers over here is fantastic. And you think, well, the the Saints are going to be on a bit of a rebuild. And their potential opponents, just question, uh, is that going to have the billing that the Packers are going to bring over here? If we can get Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen. Oh, man, that is just going to be so good. We'll bring you the news. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. You heard me say to Wayne, and I'm sure you'll have seen as well at A R Wooton. That's W O O T T O N. I broke that Roger Goodell was going to confirm the Germany host city a week before it happened at the Super Bowl. So we get this information for you with the NFL Righteous Network that I'm a part of. Make sure you give me a follow and us at T A S S underscore U K been teasing it. It's happening soon. My exclusive interview with the Chicago Bears kicker, Cairo Santos. All the more reason for you to hit subscribe with your podcast provider. But next week is going to be all about reaction to free agency. Where's that big move going to be? Wherever it lands, we'll be covering it. So until next time, remember, how do you know an NFL coach is a liar? Because his mouth moves.